This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. I want to welcome you to this program today on our warning channel. Now, May the 2nd, all day I was in the Knesset. That's the parliament of Israel in Jerusalem, Israel. I actually was three days in meetings with world leaders, May 2, 3, and 4. I flew in May the 1st and flew out May the 5th. Again, meeting with world leaders each and every day. Now, what you're going to hear today is meetings, speakers, from the May 2nd, 2023 Knesset Christian Allies Caucus meetings. Different speakers, members of the Knesset, some Christian leaders. As I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, I fly in every year. We're working toward not only world peace, peace in the Middle East, peace in Israel, in Jerusalem. So we need your prayers as you know how volatile This portion of the world is. All eyes are on Jerusalem. They're on Israel. Very prophetic in the last days. And right until Jesus returns at the Battle of Armageddon. Remember, we do need your help to continue this warning program to speak the truth without fear or intimidation, not only in Israel, but in every nation of the world. Again, I need your help. Go to my website, worldministries.org worldministries.org, and help us in prayer as well as financial support. We have a television program, partnership, radio partnership, Soldiers of the Cross, where you can be part of our intercessory team. We're trying to get 2,000 intercessors in every nation on earth. Or you can telephone 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that's 360-629-5248, and you may give that way. If you have a prayer need, they'll take your prayer request. We have a team of intercessors called the Gatebreakers team, and they will pray on your behalf. Once again, we need to get into the stadiums. Worldministries.org, click on Eagle Saving Nations. Join us, help us to get into the national stadiums all over the world so Pentecost can touch the lives of the believers. They can go out as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, as Peter did after he was baptized, before he was a coward. Christians today, for the most part, seem to be afraid to speak the truth, 
Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We've got to have another great awakening or America is falling. Once again, my website, worldministries.org. Now sit back and enjoy this tremendous program today. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. May God richly bless you. All right, everyone. Welcome to the official launch of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus in the 25th Knesset. Uh, it's great to be here with all of you. Uh, we've celebrated uh, many times before, but today we have the uh, incredible uh, advantage of celebrating Israel's 75th anniversary. That's why we've waited to do the uh, launch uh, at this time. Um, as I've said many times before, it's Christians, not countries, that are standing with Israel. And they're constantly working all over the world. The people who are here are our global partners, members of our Christian Advisory Board, uh, partners of the Knesset uh, Christian Allies Caucus, of the Israel Allies Foundation. You are the generals in the battle for Jerusalem. You are the generals in the war of public opinion. And so today we celebrate all the work that you do throughout the year. Uh, we, have a, we give you a two-hour break, and then we want you to get right back to work. Uh, but uh, we want to celebrate everything that you're doing and all that you do for the state of Israel. Today, faith-based diplomacy, which is when biblical support for Israel turns into real political action, is the most important weapon we have in our diplomatic arsenal. It's the reason we have embassies in Jerusalem. It's the reason we have more embassies coming to Jerusalem. It's the reason we have anti-BDS legislation around the world. It's the reason we have observer status in the African Union. In fact, I would say 90% of our diplomatic success around the world is because of faith-based diplomacy. It's people like you who have taken leadership positions to stand with Israel and bring their countries with them. Uh, we have everyone who's here as the head of an organization, locally and from around the world. Uh, and it's exciting to be together to talk about what we've done in the past, what we plan to do in the future, and to introduce you to the members of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you, first of all, to our chairman, our chairwoman, and also some of the new members of our caucus, some of the people who've been in our caucus for a while, and they'll give you a chance to talk, but they're going to talk about a little bit what they're planning to do, what are some of their interests, and how we can work together. Um, we're very excited to have with us here today our two co-chairs, um, member of Knesset Sharon Haskell, um, and member of Knesset Yuli Edelstein. Uh, I'd like to ask uh, Yuli Edelstein uh, to come up and give some remarks. He is currently the chairman of the Foreign Relations and Defense Committee. He's a member of the Likud Party, and most of you know him well as one of the pioneers in faith-based diplomacy. So please give a warm welcome for member of Knesset Yuli Edelstein. Thank you, Josh. We do have to always keep in mind that without you all, this won't be happening. Uh, welcome to all of you. I want to thank, first of all, my co-chair, Sharen Askel. This is the second time we have this pleasure of sharing the caucus together. I do have to admit, mea culpa, we haven't managed to do too much in the previous Knesset for reasons that are not connected to the activities of this caucus. Uh, but uh, I sincerely hope that this time it will be, uh, it will be better. The members of Knesset who are present here with us, uh, uh, member of Knesset Sova, member of Knesset Torpaz, I'm sure others will join, as this is one of the largest normally caucuses that we have in the Knesset. I do have to say, as a veteran member of Knesset, that. Uh, I remember the days when there was this 
idea for the first time of uh, late Dr. Yuri Stern and some others to create a caucus of that kind. And how many of our colleagues looked at that and said, what's the point? Uh, you know, and they're all against Israel, and they're all missionaries, and they're all this, and they're all that. What is the public message we're sending? Thank God, through, what is it, just 20 years? 19. 19 years. See, I'm looking forward. Uh, oh, Sharon, we have to celebrate 20 years. Uh, I do have to say that through, through these 19 years, it's been proven, as we've just heard from George, that Israel and Jerusalem have two friends all around the world, friends who support the Jewish state and the Jewish people, friends who see Jerusalem as the center of uh, all those who want religious pluralism, cooperation, freedom of religion, the true freedom of religion for all those who come with clean hands and good heart to come and worship, worship in the city of Jerusalem that is so dear and so holy to all of us. On the practical and political level, I do have to say that thanks to you, we have a lots of friends in different parliaments around the world. In my capacity as the Speaker of the Knesset, I had the pleasure of hosting many of them here in the Knesset on different occasions. And when you look at the audience, and you see this power. People who come here, no hidden agenda, nothing. Just love for Jerusalem and for the state of Israel. Friendship that they all express, support that they all express. And you look at it and you see people from Africa and South America and United States and Europe and Asia and you name it. And I apologize profusely if I forgot someone, because it's really from all around the world. And then you look at it and you say to yourself, it's amazing in our modern cynical sometimes world what real things can do. Not, as I've said, not just interests and, the, you know, you'll support me on this and I'll support you on that. But what true faith and true love can do and I believe that together we can change things, we can advance things. George said that probably we'll talk about our plans. My plan is very simple, to continue the activities of this caucus, to develop them further, and together to try to strengthen the bonds and to, uh, to try to strengthen our holy city of Jerusalem and the state of Israel for our for our mutual future that we want to build. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Member of Knesset Yulietosheim, for those warm words. As uh, the Member of Knesset just mentioned, uh, we have members of Parliament all over the world who work in our network. The Israel Allies Foundation now coordinates 52 Israel Allies caucuses around the world, 1,250 legislators in our network, uh, and our largest is the Congressional Israel Allies Caucus in Washington, D.C., but we have 17 in Europe, 12 in Africa, 13 in Latin America. We have in Australia, Papua New Guinea, uh, in three in Asia, 
in Canada, and these caucuses are working all the time to promote Israel, to pass legislation, resolutions, and hold hearings. So it's become a massive international network of legislators, thanks to the small beginnings that we started in 2004 with the first caucus. We went from one to 52 caucuses in 19 years. So hopefully by our 20-year anniversary, we'll be, uh, we'll be celebrating uh, many more. Uh, I also want to recognize uh, that the chairman's conference is here. When we bring the chairman of each caucus to Jerusalem, will be in November from the 19th to 21st. We have our partners here today. Uh, we have Jurgen Bueller from the Christian Embassy, Peter Fass from Vision for Peace, and Tom Hess from All Nations Convocations. We'll be hosting a massive uh, event uh, for our members of uh, Parliament. So it'll be a great, another great opportunity to get together and discuss some of the things that we're doing. Now, without further ado, I'd like to introduce to us. Uh, introduce you to uh, our co-chair, member of Knesset, Sharon Heskel. I know she needs no introduction. She's been our fearless leader for many years. Uh, but please give a warm introduction, a warm applause for Sharon Heskel from the National Union. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to see everybody here. Um, it's been a long time since last we've met. And I see around this table and in this room so many dear friends of our country and of our people. Um, distinguished guest, member of Knesset, Yuli Edelstein, Edelstein uh, my partner to this caucus. Uh, here with us also members of Knesset, uh, Boaz Bismut, who just arrived now, Evgeny Sova, who's also a dear friend. Um, and together, we are a proof that there are certain issues that we work together for our country and for our people, coalition and opposition. Our director of uh, the Knesset Christian Ally Caucus and president of Israel Allies Foundation, uh, sorry, the president of the Israeli Ally Foundation, Josh Reinstein, uh, who's a dear friend of mine as well, and is working day and night to build those bridges between those communities, the Jewish communities and Christian communities all around the world. The thing that you've achieved with this caucus, all these caucuses from all around the world, the BDS bills and combating anti-Semitism is absolutely incredible and I want to thank you for all of the hard work that you're doing for our country. It is an honor having you today in the event of the launch of the Knesset Christian Ally Caucus for the 25th Knesset. As many of you know, my work as a parliament member in the Knesset promoting Israel's agenda overseas has exposed me to the extensive support for Israel that is especially prominent within people of faith. This support is not only hurt, uh, uh, heartening but it is also critical for shared goals of combating anti-Semitism around the world. Throughout history, the Jewish people have faced persecution and discrimination in many forms, from the uh, pogroms of Eastern Europe to the horrors of the Holocaust. Jews have been targeted for their faith, culture, and identity. But we have also seen that in times of crisis, there have been those from the Christian communities who risked themselves to help and save Jewish lives. Even under the worst of circumstances, their uh, courageous acts 
remain an inspiration to us all. Sadly, anti-Semitism remains a persistent problem in many parts of the world, including Europe and the United States. In recent years, we have seen a disturbing rise in anti-Semitic incidents, including violent attack and hate speech. It is in this context that the friendship and support of our Christian allies is so important. We know that many Christians share our values of justice, freedom, and human dignity. We also know that many Christians have a deep spiritual connection to Israel as a birthplace of their faith and a land of holy sites. This connection has led many Christians to stand with Israel and to advocate for our right to self-defense, security, and well-being. Our relationship with our greatest Christian supporters is not just a matter of shared spiritual affinity, but it is also a strategic imperative. Israel is a vibrant democracy and a key partner in the fight against terrorism and extremism. We share a common commitment to peace and stability in the Middle East, and we work together to promote regional cooperation and economic development. Moreover, our alliances with Christian supporters help to counteract the influence of anti-Semitic forces in Europe and beyond. By standing together against anti-Semitism and promoting positive narrative about Israel, we can help to create a more tolerant, inclusive, and peaceful world. We can also show that Jews and Christians can work together as partners and friends rather than as enemy or rivals. Of course, there are those who would seek to undermine our relationship and sow discord between Israel and our Christian allies. Some groups promote boycott, divestment, and sanctions against Israel to isolate and delegitimize us. Others spread hateful and false accusations about Israel, seeking to demonize and discredit our country. But we must not deter by these efforts. Instead, we must redouble our effort to strengthen our bonds of friendship and cooperation. We must reach out to Christian leaders and communities to build bridges and understand and trust for understanding and trust. We must work together to combat anti-Semitism and promote positive narratives about Israel based on truth, justice, and compassion. In this spirit, I would like to extend my deepest gratitude to our allies who are joined with us today for their unwavering support and commitment to this caucus. It is a reminder of the enduring power of shared values and common goals. We are grateful for your effort to promote peace, justice, and human dignity. And we stand with you as partners and friends. I would also like to thank Josh Reinstein for your great friendship and devotion to this caucus and for the State of Israel. Together, we can build a brighter future for Israel for the Middle East, for Europe, and for the entire world. Thank you very much.
Uh, I'm excited now to introduce, I'm going to introduce one by one uh, some of the members of our caucus. Some of them you know from past uh, Knesset, some of them are new. Uh, but they've been very much involved in the work of the caucus and the work of the Israelites Foundation. Um, here in Israel and around the world. Um, one of our most active members is Moshe Torpaz, commonly known as Kinley, uh, who has been very involved also with the work uh, that we're doing in Europe and also will be hosting the March of Life. They will be bringing uh, 2,000 people to Israel in the next 10 days to march in the streets of Jerusalem in support of Israel. So please give a warm welcome from the Yesh Tea Party. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, my friends, Yuli and Sharon, for leading this very important caucus. Thank you, my friends, Boaz and Yuli, too. And to you all, about 14 years ago, I was the deputy battalion commander in the reserves of the paratroopers. And I was fighting with my soldiers in the Gaza Strip against the Hamas who was shooting missiles at Israel. Now, we've been fighting from street to street. And uh, I remember one of my, you know, concerns, but I was concerned about the battle, but I was thinking about the fact that almost no tourists, no friends, no allies were coming to Israel at those days. I'm talking about 2009. And then suddenly, I saw on my cellular that one group is coming. And this was allies of Israel from Christian, communities around the world who came at those times, at the harshest time when it was, wasn't easy or even a bit dangerous. And a plane landed and I saw the pictures and I thought to myself, once again, we're not alone. Yeah. And when you see that as a commander in the IDF and you see who your friends are, you don't forget it, ever. So it is my privilege now being here as a parliament member to thank you. And it's my commitment to be part of this caucus, part of this amazing group, and I will be an ally to all our friends around the world. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for those kind words. Uh, and Moshe Tropaz has been very much involved in our activities, and we thank you for your commitment. Uh, as Chairman Elsie mentioned, the caucus, uh, and many of you will remember this, uh, who were at the founding of it, was started by Yuri Stern, I love Shalom. Um, great man, great politician. And uh, later on, uh, he was from the Israel Beitenu party, and then later on the caucus was chaired by Dugarotem, who unfortunately passed away as well, so many of you would remember them. Their legacy has been continued from another member of the Israel Beitenu party who's been very involved for the last Knesset, Yugeni Sofa. So please give a warm uh, welcome to member of Prince you've so far. Uh, he's going to speak from over there. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you, Josh. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize my, about my English. My English hasn't reached the level of Sharon and uh, Yuli yet. That, that's but, why I'm not the chair. But when I, I, I was born in Ukraine, and when I was in school, I, I learned German, not English. So my English from Israel. But. Um, First of all, I want to welcome you to Jerusalem, the holy city, to the Knesset, and I would to tell you thank you very much. Thank you for your support, support of the State of Israel. Uh, uh, the, the fact that you are with us now and maintain a strong relationship with the State of Israel proves that an, our unbreakable uh, bond between Christian communities, 
in state of Israel, in every country, everywhere. Uh, I will tell you some story. Josh, you will understand me, yes? Sure. The, the little story from my... Uh, Although now children. we know you, you speak English. When I want to, 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 be, to be deeply in the story, I'm, I'm deeply nervous. Uh, when I was a young boy, uh, Yuli Ala Bishmunim Ve Sheva. Yuli made Aliyah in 87. And the Soviet Union uh, broke up in 1991. 1991. I remember when I was young, uh, there were Christians who came all over to the different breakaway republics, to Russia, to all the different satellite states around, because during the time of the Soviet Union, there was no religion, and there was no ability, ability to do that. And, and, but then once it broke up, I saw all these Christians coming to the, these lands. רק ידעתי, ברור שסבתא, אימא, וסבתא רבא שלי ידעה עברית. היה לה תורה שהבאנו עוד מ-1912. וואווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
maybe new in the Knesset, but uh, not the youngest one in the Knesset, unfortunately. I read in the paper that I joined politics in a very late, late age, which is not very comfortable. Anyway, it's a great honor to be part of this caucus. And I must say that for me, it's almost natural. You know, I belong to a certain friendship, parliament friendship, but this one is like natural, and why? I remember, I mean, between 2004 and 2008, I had the privilege of being the representative of my country in the uh, Islamic Republic of Mauritania for four years, which is an Arabic country, an Islam country. And in that state, I mean, like, 100% of the population is uh, Jewish, except tiny wee bit of uh, Israeli diplomats. I was one of the very small embassy, and a very tiny, small Christian community. And I would say that was one of my greatest honor when the Christian community used to come and see the Israeli ambassador in order to ask me, and I had this privilege from time to time, I mean, the, the uh, church was closed. There was a reason of that. The old president they have, President Tai at the time. From time to time, I mean, he closed the church. And he used to come to the Israeli ambassador in order to speak to the president, in order to open the church for them. So they used to come and see the Jewish, represent the Jewish state representative to open the church in this uh, country in Africa, and I did it. And I did it in a very, very lovely way. And the second time, I mean, I was very, I saw much, I mean, we are together, we are almost, we are the same. And this notion of Jewish, uh, uh, Judeo-Christianity uh, notion from the 19th century, as you know, is almost natural, and it's not almost natural. Uh, it was one day when a Spanish diplomat was killed in a car accident, and I came, I was invited to the ceremony, of course, in the church, and they spoke about me all the time. They spoke about the, you know, the, the Israelites, the Hebrews, which again, I mean, showed you how much it's, uh, we're the same. And then, when I have, you know, uh, I'm not very keen, but from time to time she does come and visit me, and uh, what can I do? I'm very, and I greet her in the most beautiful way, uh, also because of her religion, because I respect her, and this is my mother-in-law. She is Catholic, what can I do? And she comes to see me. <laughs> Every time I bring her to Nazareth, because in Nazareth I can, we can together go and see the church, where uh, the synagogue, I'm sorry, you see the same mistake you made, I did the same thing. We go to visit the synagogue where Jesus was praying. And then you see how much ridiculous it is, I mean, this anti-Semitism, when it comes from our friends, our brothers, the Christians. And I take you for, when I was a kid, for example, my parents had this amazing idea. Uh, uh, I am a grandson of a rabbi, my grandfather, a very conservative family. My mother is religious. Yet my parents were clever enough to send me, first of all, to a, a Catholic school, French Catholic school, Collège des Frères, and then to a Protestant school, Tabitha school, in Jaffa, both schools, in order for me to be acquainted with other religions and to understand, I mean, how much we are the same, how much we are one. And I remember when I was a kid in school, in the British school, the Peter school, we studied, of course, I mean, William Shakespeare and the Merchant of Venice, which you all probably read and know. And Act 3 in the Merchant of Venice, Shylock, this uh, merchant, this Jewish merchant, when he has this amazing speech where he says, I mean, if you prick me what I believe, which is exactly that, that we, we are the same. And I'm very grateful to do it to, to you and to belong to this caucus. And when I was a journalist before, and I did the chief of my paper, and I used to cover the American elections ever since 2008, Obama, if you remember. And then, of course, with President Trump, which I uh, know personally, and I can say even the good friends. I remember that, I mean, I saw I mean, this importance of your community and your support, how much it is important and how much we are grateful every day and when it concerns me, every hour to what you do. So again, as I said before, this is almost natural, natural for me uh, to be part of this caucus. I mean, we are 
uh, how would I say, I am someone, maybe I don't have a keeper on my head, but if, if there is one thing that guides me, of course, is the Lord, I mean, God, I mean, I, am, I don't uh, hide it, I'm a very, uh, uh, yes, I can say in a certain way, on one way you can be very liberal, yet you can be very, when it comes to religion, very conservative, I uh, uh, ask when I join the Knesset, I pray God to, 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 to guide me in my journey. In the schools I was, in Tabitha and in, 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 in Collège des Frères, I saw my fellow Christians being uh, admirative towards uh, God, we do exactly the same. And with the uh, help of God, I mean, this caucus will continue to be very successful, and you hopefully will continue to be our friends, because the same way that you uh, need the land that we represent, we need your support and friendship. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, uh, member of Knesset Bismuth. Uh, you mentioned that you are a new Knesset, but you're not one of the youngest Knesset members. So we brought one of the youngest Knesset members here today. In order uh, to be honest, <laughs> make me feel younger. <laughs> a lot of you know him uh, from his time in municipality in Jerusalem. Uh, Danny Luz from the Likud Party has become a powerhouse internationally for speaking up for Israel, launched a number of initiatives as one of the newest members of our caucus. Uh, to reach out to communities around the world to talk to them about specific issues, including Jerusalem, Iran, BDS, and so we're very excited to have them. Please give a warm welcome to the member of Knesset of Likud. But, but, before, but before we speak, because you mentioned my age, still my name is Bismuth and not Bismarck. <laughs> <laughs> Please, give a warm welcome. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'll start by uh, saying also uh, congratulations to Sharon and to Yuli for opening this caucus. Uh, Yuli, I told you once before that I'm jealous of you of the caucus that you're leading, so I'm jealous for this one also. You took the best caucuses in the Knesset <laughs> and you're leading them. It takes only 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> you can't hit me by a Right, he, he told me that maybe in 30 years I'll, I'll get to these caucuses also. <laughs> but really, you took the best caucuses, the most important caucuses. I'm here today, first of all, uh, to say uh, thank you. Uh, to say thank you to all of the Christian supporters of Israel. Uh, that have been supporting uh, Israel throughout the years from our very establishment. Uh, and recently, we definitely feel that in the past decades, uh, that uh, support just increased and became more, not only stronger, but even more powerful and efficient. Uh, and uh, we see that in the Christian communities all around the world, we have real friends, uh, friends that their support really helps Israel, helps us become more accepted in the uh, families uh, of nations, in the family of nations, which is something that should be obvious, but thanks to you, it's becoming more and more obvious. Uh, and so I came here first and foremost to say thank you. I think that this support uh, that you provide to Israel is not just because uh, we're a nice country, young country, and people like young people, right? You like young people. <laughs> Boaz, you like young people, right? You may proceed. <laughs> it's not just because we're an energetic country, it's not just because of the high-tech sector, which is absolutely incredible, and the innovation and everything, it's also because of values. Uh, the common values that uh, bind us. Uh, the world right now uh, can see that Western values 
uh, are under attack. And when we're talking about Western values, at the end of the day, we're talking about Judeo-Christian values. And that's why we're talking, uh, that, that, that's the link that I'm talking about when we're talking about the strong bond that we have, Judeo-Christian values, they're called that way because of the strong bond uh, between the Jew Jewish values and also the Christian values. And these, this bond, I think, is at the source, really, of this incredible support. Uh, that we see all around the world, from Christian communities to Israel. Uh, and we've seen that they, they're under attack. They're under attack not only internationally, uh, with many threats uh, to the Western world. We know, obviously, of Iran, which I think is the main threat uh, to the Western world today, to our values, uh, this uh, regime, with the, which is a tyrannical, which... <laughs> Uh, abuses its own citizens and wants to also abuse the citizens of the world and that we need to stand up against and we see you as friends in this fight we're in the front lines but at the end Iran wants to not only destroy our way of life but your way of life also and we definitely see uh, you as our friends there but they're also under attack within our own uh, communities uh, within the Western world as values that aren't necessarily always uh, in consensus nowadays and so we definitely uh, see fringe groups that have become more and more anti-Israel uh, that are not necessarily uh, groups that abide by these values that we are, uh, that, that connect between us. And so again, I came here mainly to say thank you. I will say thanks specifically to Josh, who this isn't the first time that he's uh, uh, launching a caucus, uh, but it's definitely his uh, initiative together with Ben Yelon, Zichon Libracha. Uh, which we should definitely mention, uh, but Kola Kavod, it's really a, an initiative that started small and that has become more and more and more and more, larger and larger and larger, and now it's something which is incredibly important to the state of Israel, and so thanks for all your work, uh, and thank you for your support, and I hope we'll be working together a lot. Thank you, member of Knesset and Luz, for uh, those incredible inspirational words. Uh, one of the things that uh, we promote in the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus is the undivided, united capital of Israel, Jerusalem. And so what we've done through our caucuses is we hold Jerusalem Day events all over the world. So we'll be holding in the next four weeks Jerusalem Day celebrations in the uh, Congress in Guatemala, in the Canadian Parliament, and in Prague uh, in Europe. Uh, but our largest celebration will be in Washington, D.C. with the Congressional Israel Allies Caucus uh, and this year we've actually partnered with the Christian Embassy of Jerusalem, uh, who's a global partner of ours, and they'll be doing also, at the same time, a 300-person pastors conference. Uh, so we're combining it all together. So we'll have dozens of congressmen, pastors, rabbis together to celebrate Jerusalem in uh, Capitol Hill. Uh, and to be able to do this in governments around the world would be impossible without Christian support and the Christian supporters who, who are together. Uh, I'd like to call up to say a few words as one of the... the closest partners we have in the Christian world, uh, the Executive Director of Christian Embassy, Dr. Jurgen Bieler. Dear members of Knesset, Mr. Yuli Edelstein, Ms. Sharon Heskiel, and uh, Mr. Elus, and Mr. Subar, I hope I pronounced your names correctly, Mr. Tulpas, and uh, Mr. Bismuth, you actually look very young, I must say. So. <laughs> it's a great joy to be here, dear Christian and Jewish friends from around the world. Um, this is a very significant year where we are establishing again this Christian Allies Caucus. 
this I'll just celebrated 75 anniversary, 75th anniversary. And this is quite a significant number. If you read the story of Abraham, who was the first Jew, so to speak, he was 75 years old when he entered into the land of Israel. In a way, this man had to wait 75 years until he entered into his destiny. So I, can, I think I can say with surety uh, to all the members of Knesset, you are far below that, so there are still <laughs> great things wait, waiting for you. And I read this week something very interesting. Uh, this very calling of Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, where God told him, Lech Lecha, uh, get yourself out of the place where you are and uh, move to this land. It's actually the very first time in human history where the whole concept of a nation-state is being mentioned. People say, well, nation-state, it comes from Greece, or you have to go to Plato and to Socrates and to all those people. But here in Genesis chapter 12, God says, I take you out from your country and I make a great nation out of you. It's the first time that God spoke 2,000 years before Christ, a thousand, more than 1,000 years before the Greek philosophers where he spoke about a nation-state. And not only that, he gives the very purpose of that nation-state. He says, you're going to be blessed. What does that mean? Things will work out very well for you. And if you look at this nation here today, I think that's just happening here. You know that you have yes. more, nation, more entries at Na from NASDAQ than in the entire European Union together. From Israel, that's, that's bizarre, that's amazing. It's a nation of the unicorn states, the nation that excels and exceeds every other nation in the world regarding scientific research, research paper, publishing of books, etc. Things just work out for this nation. Why? Because God is blessing you people. Amen. And that's why we as Christians, we are so privileged to partner with you. Secondly, he says, I will make your name great. That means I will bless you and I will give you a name that people respect. And I remember I moved here with my family and with my wife. We now have a family with two boys serving now in the army. I'm not sure if you know church, we had our second boy just drafted in a few weeks ago. And um, Israel was maybe not the most prominent name around the world. It was a controversial state. And today, I have to say, you know, maybe latest since COVID, I think even before, people look to Israel and they say something is happening in this nation, things work out here. They know how to deal with COVID, they know how to deal with that situation. People ask people, uh, the gentleman like uh, General Avivi, can you please help to solve our security problems in our nation? They invite Israeli researchers and they find out, well, it's a great nation, it's an amazing place. And then thirdly, he says, and I will make you a blessing for others. And I believe that's the ultimate purpose of a nation state. And I believe your nation is doing so an amazing job in doing that. I just returned from Fiji. I was there with dear Miss Finne Dakota. I'm very glad. I think we announced it already here at this place that, Fine, that Fiji wants to open an embassy here in Jerusalem. We are working now together with other nations. We are working together with other island states to even come with a couple of them to Jerusalem. And they do it, of course, because they want to bless Israel and recognize God's purposes for that nation. But they do it also, and that's why I heard from the president, from uh, uh, government leaders, the deputy, deputy prime minister, they say, we feel that Israel has the answer for a lot of our problems. Uh, it's becoming a blessing for the whole world. 
And I want to congratulate you for the amazing state that you have built here in 75 years and for us to uh, be here as Christian Embassy and as Christian leaders from around the world to partner with you, not only to bless you, but also to see God's hand upon you. It's just an amazing thing for us and the greatest privilege for us. So thank you so much for having this caucus as a hub where Christians from around the world can connect with the state of Israel and God bless you and God bless the state of Israel. Thank you, Dr. Bueller. Uh, it's really amazing to see how Christians are rallying their governments to move their embassies to Jerusalem. Uh, he mentioned uh, Fiji now, uh, which is the latest one to announce, but we have Liberia, Malawi, Papua New Guinea. There's going to be two more in Europe in the next three months that are going to announce, and all of these were because of Christian communities getting involved with the political process. This is, these are all examples of faith-based diplomacy. And so it's really exciting to see that when Christians get mobilized within their own countries, we get to see real results. So thank you for all the work you're doing and for going to Fiji. Uh, and uh, I know that uh, you'll be bringing maybe the president of Fiji, I believe, in October to, to put the cornerstone down. So we're very excited for that event as well. One of the things that we're very proud of uh, is in, in Israel is that unlike any other country around Israel, our Christian population grows every year instead of decreases. Uh, Christians in Israel have the same rights, the same freedoms of every other community. And one of the things that we took on ourselves early on uh, with a former member of the caucus and at the time Minister of Interior, uh, Gidon Saar, was we decided to take the Christian population and give them their own identity as Aramaic Christians. This was an initiative that we pushed because until then the Muslim community was in charge of all Christian or, uh, education and communities. And one of the leaders who have been really with us from the beginning who has uh, really risked his life to stand with Israel to speak the truth is Dr. Naim Corey. And uh, Dr. Corey, if you would come say a few words, it would be a real honor for us. Thank you, Josh. Great joy to be with you here today. members. I'm so glad to be here today to tell you that God's promises to his people has never changed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's why I'm standing on the promises of God to this nation, to this people. And my prayer today, that God will bring unity again among the nation because I know politicians seeking for a solution, but I'll tell you today, frankly, from all my heart, the only solution this country can have, it's through Almighty God, who stood for this nation, because this nation is an apparel in his eyes. And that's why we support this nation. That's why we stand for this nation. That's why I'm all the way covenantal. Thank God that God's promises is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Naim Corey. Uh, for those who don't know Dr. Corey, he's the pastor of First Baptist Bethlehem. Uh, he has several churches all over the state of Israel. 
Uh, he's been shot several times. His church has been firebombed because he stands with Israel, and yet he continues to stand strong, and we really appreciate your sacrifice and your son Steve's sacrifice and all the work that you guys do. Uh, a lot of you know, uh, as one of the first members uh, uh, of support that we had uh, the, was Bridges for Peace. Bridges for Peace was, uh, uh, and is still today, ran by Becky Bremer, but there'll be a changing of the guard. Uh, Bridges for Peace was a pioneer in reaching out to the Knesset and working with us, and we developed programs all over the world. I'd like to introduce the new uh, president CEO. When will it, will it be official? June. In June. Uh, please welcome uh, Peter Fast. to be here and an honor to be here at the 75th uh, Israel in their 75th year the opening of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus I pay honor to the members of Knesset I mean this is an amazing thing um, and it's something that for most of 2,000 years you did not see happening Jews and Christians coming together and then I mean if you take God out of the equation try to explain how Israel could come into existence I, I don't know how you can do that. I haven't met someone who can really do that. This is a miracle nation, and God's hand is on this nation. And so as Josh mentioned, I want to just thank the members of Knesset. I want to thank Josh Reinstein as well for his place. And I also wish to acknowledge and extend my respect to all the leaders, every one of you, dedicated people here who also have faithfully gathered because Jews coming together is worth it. And it's something so vital and so important in our day for the health, strength, and prosperity for the state of Israel and our communities. This is faith in action. You talk about faith diplomacy, but this is faith in action. I believe that what is happening here with us coming together in the global epicenter of Jerusalem in the Knesset will go out to the world and lead to the day that the prophet Isaiah foresaw when he said, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Speaking on behalf of Bridges for Peace, we are Christians supporting Israel and building relationships between Christians and Jews in Israel and around the world. We've been dedicated to bridging the gap between our communities, Christians and Jews, through dedicated to bridge building between these communities, unconditional respect, honor, friendship, and partnership since 1963. We've sown the seeds of reconciliation between our communities by reaching out and supporting hundreds of thousands of Israelis who we have assisted over the decades. I'm also proud to announce that at the conclusion of 2022, Bridges for Peace crossed the threshold of bringing back to the land of Israel more than 100,000 Olim. I know for the other leaders in this room, especially the members of uh, Knesset Aliyah is an intricate part of the lifeblood of Israel, a passion for us all. And millions of Christians around the world are also zealously committed to this prophetic and biblical restoration of Israel. Bridges for Peace works with the Jewish and Christian community in eight nations around the world, strengthening our common bonds and respecting our differences in order to stand shoulder to shoulder in our day for a more secure Israel and to tell the story of Israel accurately in the nations. Your fight is our fight. As Christian Zionists, we will not waver to the left or right, but we will press on, supporting the people of Israel 
and the Jewish community in the diaspora. We are committed to standing against all forms of anti-Semitism, educating Christians on the history of Israel, creating spaces for Jews and Christians to come together, blessing Israel with millions of dollars raised from our global network, bringing home the Olim from the ends of the earth, giving hope to Holocaust survivors, assisting school children, repairing homes, and bringing thousands of Christians to Israel so they can return to their home countries as ambassadors for Israel, lovers of the God of Israel and the Bible. And it is my honor to be here today, and I thank you from the depths of my heart for your commitments to Jewish-Christian relations and for de dedicating yourselves to this caucus and reinforcing this vital friendship between Jews and Christians. Tadalba. Shalom. I'm going to introduce our, our last speaker on behalf of the Christian community, and then we'll go into our upcoming events. Uh, our next, next speaker needs no introduction. Uh, he's been involved with the caucus since our inception. Uh, we host together the International um, Government Leaders Lunch and Event every year, which is like the breeding ground for some of our caucuses in Africa and Latin America. I can remember uh, when Yuli Edelstein was speaker, because he does it always between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which is the hardest time to do anything like Nazareth, Yuli would always open the door just to get us in to, to have our event, and, and we really appreciate it. But please welcome, uh, from All Nations Convocations, Reverend Tom Hess. Shalom. It's a great joy to be here again today, and thank you, Yuli and Sharon and Josh, for your awesome leadership in this uh, event today and for the Christian Allies Caucus. It's been a great joy to serve from the beginning of the founding of the caucus and we remember Benny alone who so uh, worked in such an awesome way with the Israel Allies Caucus. It's great to work together with you uh, also for the Israel Allies Caucus. If you see the picture in the brochure that you have in the center, uh, there's a picture of about 80 government leaders and that was our group that came uh, last year and uh, Nikki Levy, who was then the, the uh, speaker, was welcoming us and thank you for opening, opening the Knesset for us at that time. And it's just a great joy to celebrate Israel's 75th birthday. Uh, we bring about 150 nations here every year from all around the world and many government leaders each year. And so I had the joy this year to, uh, you know, I, I was born in 1948. And uh, Israel's birthday this year was on April 26, uh, 19, uh, 19, uh, 2023. So happened my birthday was the same day. So I can't get away with Israel. My 70th birthday. So I'm definitely connected with this nation. I can't get away from it. We organized a couple of nice birthday parties for you. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was in a couple of the parties that they had, the, the one with the Prime Minister. You know, it's great to celebrate Israel in this awesome year. And I know the destiny for Israel is to be a light to the nations of the world. And I believe we're going to see that grow more and more. Uh, Israel will become a light to the nations as we embrace the Bible, as we embrace the God of Israel. God wants to purify this nation and make it a holy nation the way that God created it to be. So we thank God for the King of Israel. I love the scripture that says, O Lord God of Israel, there's no God like you in the heavens, no God like you in the earth, who keepeth covenant and showeth mercy 
unto all those that walk before him with all of their heart. So my prayer is that all of us will walk with the Lord in deeper ways and that the full destiny of Israel will be fulfilled, preparing the way as Psalms 24 says, open up ye gates and be lifted up ye doors that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. So we thank God that the King is coming back. The Messiah is coming back soon. But we have to, our generation is called to prepare the way for the coming of the King of glory. Amen? How many people are looking forward to the day when the fullness of peace will come to Zion? Amen? Hallelujah. God bless you. It's a great joy to be with you and, and share together today. Uh, thank you, Tom. As when that day comes, uh, we'll ask the important question, is this your first time or your second time? And one of us uh, will have to give a big apology. Uh, uh, before we go into the upcoming events, um, I'd like to just recognize two women who are here. Without them, this would not be possible. Uh, one of them is my wife, Rebecca Weinstein. hard to get her to come to the event, but thank you for coming and, and supporting us. She lets me fly all over the world and holds down the fort, so thank you for everything that you do. And of course, the assistant director of the Knesset Krishna Alex Bob is Sharon, Sharon Weinstein. She organizes and sets up all these events, works tirelessly around the clock to make this happen. It's really a, a true uh, Zionist. Uh, she, her husband is a rabbi, so she's a rabbitson. And I think her love of Torah and the Bible comes through and when she comes to events, organizes them, helps. So thank you, Sharon, so much for all that you do. This year uh, being the 75th, uh, oh wait, oh, we have with us uh, another member of Knesset who joined us, Tanya. <laughs> we have a member of Knesset, Tanya Mazarski, uh, who's with us today. She's been very active in a lot of the work that we've been doing uh, here in the Knesset and around the world. And uh, I'd like to ask her to speak for a couple minutes, if you don't mind. Uh, we can come up and I'll translate for you. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to the Knesset of Israel. This uh, caucus is very important to my heart. We have incredible relations with uh, Christians from all over the world, really close relations, almost like family relations. I'd like to uh, recognize uh, the two chairs of the caucus, uh, Member of Knesset Yuli Edelstein and, and Member of Knesset Sharon Haskell. So I have already for years been the head and leaded this caucus in the Knesset. Also the George Reinstein who directed the caucus since its inception. Thank you uh, for all you do. I'm sorry I haven't been here from the beginning of the uh, event because I've been in the uh, Committee of Health. We have a very complicated time in the Knesset now as we're debating the budget of uh, Israel. Always in Israel it's tense, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, but it's always tense in Israel. 
גם פוליטית, גם ביטחונית וגם חברתית. Also, it's a, a military, politically, and society-wise, it's always tense. But I came to the Knesset with specific values. In, with deep faith. Uh, what we do here, as representative of the people, we have a lot of responsibility. לעבוד למען האזרחים. To work for the citizens of Israel. למען המדינה היקרה שלנו. For our dear state. לא מובן מאליו שהיא בכלל קיימת, מדינת ישראל, מדינה יהודית. It's not taken for granted that there is a state of Israel, a Jewish state. ואנחנו רוצים לשמור עליה כמדינה חזקה, מתקדמת, דמוקרטית. And we want to protect this country. את התמיכה שלכם. And we so appreciate your support. Also your support in the political world. But also your prayers. I believe that everything that happens in the physical world also has, happens in the spiritual world. And our uh, shared faith, our friendship, comes from our faith in the same God. Our Father in Heaven. And thank you once again for all your support, not just your support, but your hard work. And I know that we're going to continue to work together and strengthen this relationship between the Jewish community and the Christian community around the world. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Member Knesset Mazarski. Um, you have in front of you uh, brochure, so you can see some of the members of Knesset who couldn't make it today, but they are equally dedicated to the cause of building this new relationship between Jews and Christians in the 21st century. Uh, we have Knesset members from seven political parties, from left to right, religious, secular, uh, and more are joining all the time. So it's, uh, it's really exciting to see under the leadership of Yuli Edelstein and Sharon Haskell how this caucus has grown and strengthened. Uh, we have a, an, an unbelievable amount of activities going on in the next year. Uh, first of all, it's the 75th anniversary of Israel, which we are here to celebrate today. So mazal tov to all of you on Israel's 75th uh, anniversary. We're not a young nation anymore. We're now, we're now middle-aged. Uh, and so we have uh, more responsibility. I, I actually read something that um, we're in the top 25% of oldest countries in the world, which is hard to believe, actually. <laughs> uh, but it's really exciting to, to see how our friends are coming together around the world. As I mentioned, uh, we will doing, be doing a lot of activities here in the Knesset for the 7th anniversary. Uh, the March of Life is coming with 2,000 members on, the May, on May 16th. We will be holding a, a meeting here with their leadership. They'll be marching through the streets of Jerusalem with the Israeli flag, showing support for Israel from 60 different nations. Uh, we have also coming up uh, the first uh, African-American leader summit uh, in July, headed by uh, Pauline Plummer, African-American. <laughs> Legislators, businesswomen, pastors from all across America are coming, 200 of them, I believe, uh, to the Knesset for the first time in African-American uh, summit, which is so important to bring the two communities together. Uh, we have also coming up um, the um, 
nation, uh, the government, uh, world government leaders dinner uh, that we do between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur every year. We have the Feast of Tabernacles coming up this year. We have the Chairman's Conference coming up this year. And throughout the year, we have about 100 delegations, political, business, uh, uh, Christian leadership, coming to the Knesset to meet with people here to discuss how we can work together. Uh, in the first three months of the Knesset, we've had something like 22 delegations, which is unbelievable. What happened, obviously, is that during Corona, everyone got excited about coming back to Israel, so everyone's coming this year, uh, which is made, making it very challenging to, to host so many events, but it's great to see uh, political leaders coming here, uh, delegations from all over the world, and what we're seeing also for the first time is that there are actually heads of state and uh, people in, in high positions of power that aren't coming here with their ambassador, not coming here with their country, but coming here for prayer events, coming here to stand uh, with Israel. Um, at, at, at a Tom's event and Jurgen event, we'll have several heads of state there. Um, and then also internationally, uh, our operation has moved into something of, of quite significance. As I mentioned, we'll be next week celebrating on May 9th. For any of you who have representatives there, you're all welcome in Guatemalan Congress. Um, the first annual Jerusalem Day celebration on May 17th uh, on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. We'll have uh, the Jerusalem Day celebration with dozens of members of Congress uh, and uh, 300 uh, pastors. Uh, we're going to have the first ever Jerusalem Day celebration in the Canadian Parliament. And uh, uh, we expect there to be a massive, uh, a very important news announcement. I can't say right now, but something very exciting that's going to happen at it. And uh, for the first time, we'll be uh, having our um, European conference in Prague together with Jerusalem Day there. Uh, we've reestablished the Israeli Foundation Europe. There are members of the Christian Advisory Board here. Christine's here. Uh, we have uh, Cornelius here. We have John, uh, who are members of our European, um, uh, European Christian Advisory Board. And we'll be launching uh, our campaign with 14 member chairs from across Europe against the labeling regulations in Judea, Samaria, Jerusalem, and the Golan Heights, these anti-Semitic regulations that are uh, being uh, pushed on Israeli companies, only Jews by the way, not Arab Israelis, just Jewish Israelis have to mark their goods, so we'll be fighting that uh, in Europe. Um, we have a big battle coming up for uh, being remaining as observers in the African Union. Um, we're hosting um, next week um, a pastor uh, at a boy um, who is extremely influential in Nigeria. Nigeria is the deciding vote in the Committee of Five, we'll decide if we'll get kicked out or remain. Uh, so that'll be uh, something exciting to look at as well. So there's a lot of activity happening all over the world and it's important that you plug into that. And if you have representatives from your organizations in those countries, if you have um, members of parliament or political leaders that you want to bring into our network, uh, please be in touch with us. We're happy to host them, to work with them, to develop um, this, like I said, this new relationship between Jews and Christians in the 21st century. And so for us, uh, Faith-based diplomacy is not just uh, another weapon that we have to get things done diplomatically, it's the weapon. And, you know, and, and we saw that during the Trump administration. It's no coincidence that the, the evangelical Christians who are the backbone of the Republican Party demanded to move their embassy to Jerusalem, to recognize the Golan Heights, to pass the Toilet Taylor Force Act, um, to not put pressure on us in Judea and Samaria. And so faith-based diplomacy is something that's become a uh, huge network for us and a huge method for us to mobilize Christians and get them involved in 
supporting Israel. And the secret sauce in faith-based diplomacy is you. It's the people around the table who work tirelessly um, to get things done within their own parliament. So um, uh, I'm going to leave it to closing remarks to the chairman. But after this, uh, we'll celebrate a little bit more, and we'll have some more uh, drinks and, and snacks, but then we're all going back to work, because uh, we got a lot of work to be done. So uh, thank you all so much for being with us today, and for some final comments, uh, I'll pass it to Yuli, and then Sharon Haskell. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your inspiring remarks. After Josh presented the schedule, Sharon and myself just wanted to ask what shall we do with all our free time till the end of the year? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, but we'll try to keep the pace. Uh, and uh, uh, I do have to say that, that uh, um, when you listen to members of NEST, it's really heartwarming to see the support, to see the enthusiasm, to see the spirit here. We have a lot of challenges Challenges we are facing in my capacity as a chair of uh, Foreign Affairs and the uh, Defense Committee. I uh, uh, do know that we are facing serious challenges, but when you look at the support of people like you from all around the world and the events Josh is mentioning, including important political events, we do understand that we will prevail, activities help, Prayers help, as Anya just said a couple of minutes ago. You know, there is this old Israeli saying, Israeli joke, that in the independence war, 75 years ago, the city of Safed, Tzfat, was uh, freed, captured, however you put it, for two reasons. One was natural, and the other was miraculous. The natural one was that the sages of Tzfat, the rabbis in Safed, were saying psalms. The miraculous one was that the Palmach unit came on time. So I do think, I do, I, I do think that we all have to keep in mind that political, political activities are important, but with the prayers that you're all sending to the Almighty, I'm sure, as you said, that he will protect and guard his nation, the Jewish people. Thank you very much. So I'll just add a little bit, um, and maybe, first of all, I, I join you in this message that we thank you for all of your prayer and all of your efforts in everything that you're doing for our country and for our people. And it goes all the way from organizing incredible delegations and events and bringing embassies and doing meaningful acts uh, to the scale of praying in the morning for the safety of our people. Uh, and, and we thank you for that. And we don't take that for granted. We really, really appreciate it because uh, our history, and we learn our history a lot, um, show that we, the, the Israeli people, have been in desperate times many times, and sometimes uh, we didn't have many friends. But we had, even when we had a few friends, um, they were extremely meaningful 
in protecting, defending, and keeping our legacy and our people in survival, uh, surviving. And, um, and all of you are great friends of our country and of our nations, of our nation. Um, and I hope that in the upcoming year, we'll be able to do, um, we'll be able to achieve a few great things. Um, we have a plan combating uh, a few um, really, I think it's tragic uh, acts that um, around the world, time after time, Israel have to face. Um, Josh just mentioned very briefly um, what is happening in Europe in labeling Jewish merchant, okay? Um, and that's taking us back, years, years back, to very dark times. And we have to make sure that every time that anti-Semitism and uh, singling out Israel uh, rise their heads and comes up, we'll be able to combat it together. And we cannot do it without them. Um, so thank you again for all of your support and all of your prayer and all of your incredible actions for our country and for our people. Thank you so much for this closing remarks and thanks to all of you for being here with us to celebrate the, the relaunch of the caucus and the 7th anniversary. I just realized that Dag is here from our Christian Advisory Board. He's supposed to sit over there so I didn't see him. <laughs> but uh, great to have you here all the way from Norway. Thank you for coming in. Uh, and I'd like to, if you have uh, requests for interviews with some of the members of Knesset, hopefully they can stay a couple minutes um, to do some interviews and to, to just mingle a little bit. So don't rush out, be here, and thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.